We're going. We're in it. It's happening. Hello and welcome Hello. to the Technically Human Podcast. Oh, you thought we died, huh? Well, My guess name what? Is Allie Lucas. My name is DJ Lucas, fucko. But you we didn't th- die. We didn't die. Things are just different now, okay? Yeah. We so, have changed, though. We have changed. We're in our new brands. We're we in our, our new... skin. Yeah. You know, it's as the, we do we as do. humans. It's what we do. Yes. Allie, what the fuck's up? You went on a pilgrimage. That's what I did. That's what you did. Totally. That is the exact same risks that I took. <laughs> <laughs> You're out in the mountains and you have like your little goggles and then you get to the top of the mountain, the camera turns on, you take it off. It's like, oh, home. Home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to go find um, my Jedi master at the top of a mountain. And that's exactly what it was like yeah, when I got there. And, and then, then they told you to fuck off. And then he threw my shit over. <laughs> threw my suitcase right the fuck over. And you're fuck like, you, kid. Fuck you know, your dreams. And then you're like, yeah, that's about right. And I was like, I love you, Mark Hamill. <laughs> it's fine. Mark. Well, welcome to L.A., Allie. Howdy doody. <laughs> and that's, that's the story about how I went to L.A. Yeah. <laughs> But oh, you did go to California, though. Yes, I did. You had a big California adventure. Yeah, my cousin Jared, um, he got an internship working for a company, and he had to live in L.A., so he got a um, back house. Like, he rented the back house, Mm. someone's mini house on the back of their house. It's really interesting. I I think we we all get the idea of a back house. I did not get it when he was telling me about it. The whole time I thought I was going to show up to an apartment, because I've just been, like... apartments are so strange because you start to feel like you live in a shelf Uh like you're just a box and you put your shelf and then Mm -hmm. when you don't like that place anymore you take all your stuff and you go put it in a new shelf yeah you You live in a honeycomb a little bit yeah and then i have a house that's in a neighborhood which is like a little bit of a bigger honeycomb but i do live with like four other people Mm -hmm. so it's like i have my section yeah it's still kind of like apartment living you're like own singular honeycomb your own hive but you're still within the comb i still only have like two cabinets in a kitchen yes to put all my shit in hell yeah like, I, i'm not living in a house yet really right but this was like it really was a mini house and mm. so it was really really awesome okay like, i don't know it was cool where he lived and it was in uh back houses are dope right yeah, yeah. so he was working there so he kind of had all his friends who wanted to go visit california go visit california and stay in this place for free because mm. it's expensive to live everywhere in california like it is very expensive and we were very close to LA, so so even it was a really more expensive awesome opportunity to not have to pay to live there. Yeah, to go visit. So yeah, um, there's a lot that we did. What'd I don't do? really know what the highlights are. Well, well, just take us through the the the, the, the beginning. Yeah, you got off the plane. So or the my mule. first plane was really early in the morning. Someone mm-hmm. would call it late at night. Oh. You know? It was that early. Bo. I think we left our house. I left my house at four in the morning. So I think I slept from like 1 a.m. to 2.30 a.m. If that. Jesus. Because I was so nervous about packing. I'm just really not good traveling. Like I don't travel Mm. well at all. I feel. But then I try to sleep on the plane because I get like I'll go. I'll like drink in the airport and get a little bit tipsy and then like get on the plane Mm. and all is well. You know, I can sleep through some of that. Um, So. Flew alone, had a layover in uh, Phoenix both times. Flying alone is fucking weird. Because mm. <sighs> you feel like, because that is truly one of the moments where people have to like take you at face value mm-hmm. and like completely judge you by how you look. Yep. And like if they're going to talk to you or like th- there's, and you have no time to like actually connect with someone. So I, I feel it's kind of exhausting to talk mm. to people on planes. I kind of want to be in my own spot. It's my own nightmare. Can it I, is. can I share a mini story? Please do. So there is one time I was driving or not driving. I was flying back home for Christmas or the holidays or whatever. And I'm sitting at a freaking pizza place or whatever in the airport just hanging out doing my thing by myself right. and this older man comes up next to me and he's like can i sit here and i'm like i mean yeah sure go right ahead and i thought you know maybe this guy won't talk to me i was so very wrong 
And I was like, well, shit, I guess. Because here's the nightmare for an introvert. When you find a nice corner somewhere and then someone like interrupts that like peace and quiet. And it's like, you're stealing away what I find the most precious in this life right now, which is my alone time. I've cultivated this spot and this is where I'm sitting. Like, it's like this is my nest for a short while and I feel safe here. And now you're here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like someone like you having a house and then someone just coming into your house is like, yo, so. Yeah. Yeah. So I I could sit here, right? I could. Wait, watch you give it though? Yeah. yeah, sure. And it's like, yeah. I guess this is just my life right now. So this fucking guy, he sits next to me, and I'm like, all right, cool. You know, we're talking. And then I'm like, oh, you know what? I got to get on the plane because my plane's about to take off. See ya. Bye. Kind of thing. I'm like, man, I'm sure glad that doesn't have to continue any further. I get on the plane. I sit down. We have assigned seating, you know. No. So I sit down, no. and I see him come on the plane. I'm like, oh, well, sure, there's so many seats in this plane that he couldn't be sitting right next to me. Wrong again. He says, oh, hello, friend. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> and this guy proceeds to sit down next to me and talk to me for like. What did you talk about? Was it anything? No, it was nothing I cared about. It was just Come like, on. oh, fucking, you know how the Cubs are doing this year and we're going to win. And oh, man, I really like Illinois a lot. I think it's going to be really fun and really Ooh. cool. And, and it's like, OK. And this guy talks to me for about 30 minutes at the loudest decibel possible way too loud for a plane so we're gonna talk i'm gonna talk to you like he was talking to me so you say something right do you want something to do the lady's gonna ask for something oh yeah dude i love it i'm I'm just only get this and and like me being a very awkward person i didn't know how to get out of the situation so i'm just like trying to converse with this guy and like trying to bring the energy down and he's just like so at 10 right now and then i and then the stewardess comes over to us and it's like you have to quiet down i was like i didn't know it wasn't i i didn't know it wasn't me and he's like oh proceeds to be so fucking loud and it was like my anxious nightmare my nightmare in any scenario is me being with someone and then someone has to come over to us and tell us to quiet down because i know i'm always going to be the quiet one in the scenario yeah i hate i i've been the loud one in that scenario and like (sighs) the shame of being told that you were being too loud so is much so shame. upset it's so much it's, shame it's so upsetting by the way guys uh fans of our other podcast mate know mary yes. mary made me a cup of tea and it's delicious I'm so glad. <laughs> mary's the best i just got back from london and i've been like ever since i've gotten back i i feel like Every time I bring it up, I'm like, oh, man, I made like an awkward segue into trying to talk about my trip to London. And that was not my purpose. Like, it's not what I, yeah. yeah, But I'm like the stereotypical, like, I studied abroad in London and now I love tea. But I love tea now. So (laughs) I was like, yeah, here you go. Here's some tea. I'm glad you you like it. It's it's Walmart. It's a Walmart brand. So um, it's like $2. I worked really hard on it. I'm glad you like it. Good. I'm so glad you enjoy it. And I'm, I'm just going to be over here in the corner and I can yeah. add to this whenever y'all want because mm-hmm. this all sounds terrible. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. No, like traveling, there's travel stories. Yes. Are, no, it See? sounds great. It sounds great, but the stories I'll go, are horrible. I'll be in this corner just to fix your fucking stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys need to pick me up or whatever the hell you you're think you're doing. <laughs> just let me know. Pass the bit. <laughs> We're all different now. <laughs> We're all in our season twos. <laughs> yeah, that is a, this is kind of a season. Two. We're all in our season twos. Season t- I'm down for it. Yeah, we all went off into it. Mary was gone for about a month. You were gone for like a week and a half, and then I was four days. What? Four days. I thought you left at the beginning of July or the end of July. Uh, no, I left like August second through the seventh is when I was gone. Oh well, that's why I didn't text you all that time because I thought you were in California. So no, it's just. Sitting at home watching anime. Oh, well. Okay, so. That makes me, it a lot less let epic. Let me tell you about flying in planes with right. me. Yes. So, I think you look at face value mm-hmm. like a cheery person to talk to. Oh. Like, you right. kind of okay. look like you're going to up- uplift my spirits a little bit. Okay. You know? Like, you're not going to be annoying, but like, uh-huh. kind of look like a person that you could ask for a hug and they might. They okay. might hug you. All right. They really needed it. I know? would never give any stranger a hug. I'll tell you but that right the, now. I just want to let you right now. That's the vibe you give I off. Okay. Showed, I 
I showed some friends a picture of you that got, that haven't met you yesterday, mm-hmm. and they that was their first response. They were they literally said he looks like such a nice person. He just looks pleasant. And I said, I know. All right, okay, I'll take problem. it. No, that's, <laughs> that's my problem. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, it's like I really just fuck myself over at every point. Yeah. It's like, hey, everyone, come at me, and I'm like, no, please don't. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. So okay. I kind of realized that I kind of had that too because mm-hmm. um, I don't really like. I I need someone else to tell me what I use what or I used to give up, but I've curated a lot of what my or like my vibe is now off of like what I wear and how I've tattooed myself and how I have piercings and how I do my makeup every day. Like I, uh-huh. I do a lot to give a first impression, not just to, yeah. uh, like not just to have a stagnant one, Yeah, you know, but I think I used to have that same aura of like anybody come up and talk to me. I'm a friendly person. Yeah. I'd very much. Well, here's the thing. When I first, when we were in that class together at first and we didn't know each other at all, you're, you were literally the only person to talk to me. So, you you gave off the aura of like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna be your friend, friend of the meek, and like <laughs> that's, defender I mean, of the small. <laughs> I mean that that that's also a little bit true for my life. Yeah, like, I yeah. So I'd say that's the aura that you used to give off. Now you give off the aura of something different. Yeah, you're in I'm a season a little, two. I've been told. Oh, oh wow, that that was like my prequels that yeah we don't prequels. talk about those years uh-huh um okay but when i but you did i did go a little extreme far one way because when mm. i first met Cade, he was terrified of me <laughs> like he legitimately was because uh i was in high school and i was into books that were like really violent mm-hmm. and i would just talk about them to innocent bystanders who didn't want to hear about innocent my violent bystanders books. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. like i mean i was reading like the nerd tweeny girl version of comic books okay you know? and it was like i was just some fucking comic book nerd walking around talking about the last guy that batman like broke his nose and like pushed yeah. him off a building like i was just telling people like <laughs> fucked is that up what you shit. think like, happens in batman comics i don't remember <laughs> someone <laughs> broke his nose and pushed him off a building I books not comics <laughs> not not his back the, but <laughs> i was the equivalent of a batman nerd. just visualize that for a second <laughs> <laughs> That's some shit what Batman would do. He's like, if I didn't kill him, I'm a good guy. Look at me. In the fucking Arkham games, he's shooting people with tanks. He's like, don't worry, it's rubber bullets. It's like, dog. Just shot someone in the fucking chest with a tank. Even if it's rubber bullets, that man's dead. Man, Batman is... I I hated that. When someone told me that that was why everybody likes Batman, because he doesn't kill anyone, he just tortures everyone. I'm like, Mm. wow, great American hero. So happy we have him on our side. It's fucked up because he says he doesn't kill anyone, but in every, like... fuck out of everyone. the, the, The least murderous batman is the one from the arkham games and even that he's like breaking people's arms like yeah. they're bleeding out in the streets man it's and like freezing cold in the buildings yeah he'll hang them upside down anyway continue yeah. onward yeah so anyway my i my vibe now i can't really tell what it is but i know it is now one that most people are like i'll let her be alone that's uh-huh. fine yeah you know like and i'm that's fine with me too okay and i absolutely love that like that's kind of my vibe, but mm. um, yeah, it's all about what vibe you give off in an airport. That's totally a thing. Yeah. And then the other thing is when I travel, I try to pack everything in this duffel bag that I got from a boxing uh, gym that I tried out for a total of two weeks, I uh-huh. think, uh-huh. because carrying around a big duffel bag that says like boxing club is a little bit intimidating. It helps. Yeah. It helps a little it's bit. It's like, I like, that's my favorite type of uh I like doing power moves like that every once in a while. Just like, it's like wearing like, I think I should just get an MMA shirt just to wear, to be like, I don't know MMA, but like, they don't know that I don't know MMA. that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly it. And then the, but the other thing is when people start talking to me, I can still pull that card though and Mm -hmm. just pull out that like comic book nerd that no one wants to talk to. Yeah. And that's even better. It's so much fun. It's your wrestling. You, if you ever want (laughs) to shut someone up on an airplane, Mm -hmm. that is just like this anime I was watching. They'll never talk to you again. Never again. It's so hard now getting into anime because I remember being on the other side of that. And I'm like, I really don't want to hear about your animes about, I really don't care. It's cool because you, you liked it because you watched it and it was stylistic and really awesome and cool mm-hmm. but talking about an anime to someone who has not seen an anime yeah. or that anime 
is just torture for the other person. So there's this guy, and they have these card games, and the monsters come out on the cards sometimes, and then the guy threw them into the ocean, and they didn't do anything. Yu-Gi-Oh. That was fun. I'm that glad we fun. did that. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> so advice for airplanes. Just start talking about your nerd shit and throw that on there. Or, you know, talk about your parents' divorce. They won't talk to you again yeah. if you or do that. Or the conversation will get real sad. It's like, <gasps> me too. <laughs> and then yes. you'll have a bonding moment. <laughs> Woo. And you'll be closer as human beings. Yeah. Uh, to, yeah, you'll be great. You'll be great. Allie. Yes. Look how far away the mic is from your face right now. It's been a while. <laughs> Are you happy? Yes. <laughs> I was drinking tea, so I kept moving the mic to drink my tea. I'm sorry. I remember on the, uh, we, did you listen to the Gremlins podcast yet? I told you why I don't listen to listen it. Listen to it. I wanted to put you on the last on the podcast. All right. <laughs> you what? <laughs> No, I totally forgot yesterday. Um, so we put that up and like 47 people looked at it. And it was a fun hey, time. Hey, thank you. And we got two comments. And they're both very nice comments. Or, initially, we had three comments. Uh, two from the same person. And the guy was just like, oh, I really like the podcast. You guys are doing real well. And he posted another one. It's like, yeah, but like maybe you guys can like, the only thing is like maybe get closer to the mic sometimes. And then, but he spelled it like M-I-K-E. And it was. It looked like he was like a twelve-year-old kid. I was like, "Oh, thanks, man." But I think he felt really self-conscious about it. It's like, "Oh, these guys are gonna hate me." And then he removed his comment. <laughs> and I was like, "Little guy, you, you know, you right, you right, but it's okay, man. It's yeah, all right. We forgive. It's we, fine." We did, I was. I took it. As, I was like, "All right, cool. All right, yeah. I'll take that." So he's right. He's right. He's right. Do you he's leave right. comments on YouTube videos? I used to when I was very young. <gasps> You I don't anymore? No, I haven't posted a comment on a video, I swear to God, probably six years. I get really drunk sometimes, and I just, I'll be watching YouTube videos, but I'll only leave really nice comments. Oh, okay. But a lot of the times, I'll write a really nice comment, and I'll be like, uh, I'll be like 70% done with it, and I'm like, this is a page, and they're going to think I'm going to like sneak into their house or something, and I'll just delete it all, and I'm like, nah. Maybe they don't need nice people in the comments. Like, they're not here. They're just trying it's to chill. Not, like, it, it, there's so much with, am I going to write this comment? Am I not going to write this comment? Mm -hmm. uh, and there, there was one, there's one video online where I left a comment because um, there was two, there's two people working on a team and they're a relatively new team. And mm -hmm. one person was like, kind of, uh, making a joke about how they weren't adjusting to their job so well. Okay. And it was kind of tur turning into a reoccurring joke. Okay. And it started getting, like, really upsetting to log on and be like, I really like what this one person's doing, and yet the other person is trying to tear them down and make fun of them. And it was getting, like, really old to the point where, I, I mean, all I wanted to do was say, like, hey – not everyone finds that funny. So if you're just doing it to be funny, you're misguided. Mm -hmm. There's no nice way to say that. Right. There's no nice way to say anything already, to anyone that it, something isn't it's funny. It's a shitty thought yeah. in mind that I think I know what's funny and what's funny to me is funny to everyone. It, whatever. Right. But I don't think that that voice was ever was being mentioned in the comments. And I looked mm -hmm. through and nobody was really kind of like outwardly saying like yeah. hey dude it's not really funny when you shit on your friend yeah you so know? in your brain it's like maybe i'm the only one that doesn't find it funny no 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 okay in my head it was like everyone's uncomfortable <laughs> I, was drunk. I need to speak for I was the <laughs> drunk and i was like i need to speak for the little guy <laughs> i'm ali lucas and i'm the lorax and i speak for the little <laughs> speak for the truth <laughs> No. That's what you put. I'll be speak for the trees. It ain't funny. <laughs> no, but uh, the comment, I, I decided the way I was going to do it is I just geared it. And I was like, hey, I hope you know um, we all like what you're doing. Um, not everyone's as annoyed as that other guy you're working with. <laughs> like I said something like um, not everyone feels the same way as this person. And some of us are really inspired by what you're doing mm -hmm. or something like that. Okay. It was like a little left-handed, uh -huh. but like. Or what? What's the word? Heavy-handed. Heavy-handed. Uh, yeah. Whatever. It was a little sly. Uh huh. Uh, it was a little rude. Uh huh. It was a little drunk. You side-eyed mm -hmm. someone through words. A little 
little tongue in cheek. A little tongue in cheek. And then uh, the next week they had a comment response video, and I haven't watched it yet. You were too afraid that your ass got put on blast on such a grand scale. I'm not not ever deleting that comment, though, because I stand by it still. But, like, I'm pretty sure that guy, because the person who... um, Made the video. I'm sure he's the one that reads all the comments. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he read that in the well, like he was making like sarcastic voices in reading the comments. I watched a little bit of another comment response video of his, just uh-huh. kind of like how bad they were, and if mm-hmm. I wanted to open this box. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like he was just reading the comments in an annoying voice and talking about how like you're probably just sad and alone and did like he was a little bit like bashing the commenters. And my YouTube is not. Like it, the name on it isn't like my name. I don't give oh, yeah. a fuck. Like, yeah, nothing is attached to it. They're not gonna fucking find me. So yeah. I have nothing to lose and nothing to gain from watching this video. But like, I I can't stop thinking about it too. <laughs> at the same time, I need to check my. I've had the same YouTube since I was like, since YouTube started. So when I was what, twelve, twelve, about twelve, two thousand six. So, I don't know if I have any videos. You're doing math way quicker than I can. <laughs> yeah, I think the only thing I have on my YouTube channel right now is a short... The only thing with my face in it, and I don't even think my face is in it. Tyler is more on my YouTube channel than I'm on my YouTube channel. Tyler's a star. He's a star. He is a star. We have a video that we did from four years ago when we were in college. Uh, and it has him as a serial killer, and it's real fun. But... Other than Way that, back when we were in college. Yeah, I mean, shit. That's, in our younger years. It's almost half a decade for me right now. Half a what? Half a decade. DJ's an old fuck. I started college in 2013. Okay, but starting and being in college are two different definitions. You have not. It's not been half a decade since you've been in college. No, I was saying the implication. The videos from four years ago, half a decade since the video was made. Anyway, continue yeah, telling me about this fucking California insane. adventure of yours. So, Question about math. After the plane, I got there at like 11 a.m. There was so much shit to do. Uh, we could hardly contain ourselves. We went straight to the beach, had some really overpriced burgers that were really delicious. Hell yeah. And uh, just me and Jared are kind of go with the flow people. Like we ha- we both have two siblings. Mm. Um, and growing up, our cousins were kind of known as the six pack because there's six of us. <laughs> And so, like, me and Jared more had the personalities of, like... The McBobs. Uh, like, like if, you know, if you're, uh, if your parents come to six children and they mm-hmm. say, what do you want for lunch? Mm-hmm. It's, the, you don't need everyone having an opinion. And uh-huh. you understand that if you spend a lot of time in packs of children. Right. <laughs> you know? It's too and much. you, you kind of learn, like, the picky one gets to choose where you eat. And mm-hmm. me and Jared are not picky people. Interesting. So, we kind of developed a very go with the flow sense whenever mm-hmm. we're on vacation and we kind of didn't realize it till it was just us and uh-huh. it was like what do you want to do i don't really know what do you want to do i'm kind of down for anything Ooh, what do you think that's the worst combination sometimes it was it was kind of the worst but it was also amazing because it was california and california yeah. is down for that so we literally just like sat on the beach and mm. fucked around like running in the water and like sitting on the sand and talking to people we mm. kind of did that for like two hours the california vibe itself right and so we i met some people that were like like this one lady was kind of uh freaking out having a time and she's like um um where's this i'm like oh it's right there and she's like oh thank you so much Uh, my kid just and it's like she started this story and i was here for it i was just sitting (laughs) on the beach like watching the wave so it's fine to talk to people chilling and uh her kid lost a tooth and then got stung by a bee oh god while they were at the beach with two other kids and like I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a trouble. But she was like laughing about it already, and I was like, you were like pretty amazing for already laughing at this, because like I would be like, all right, everyone, get your ass in the car. Like I, I would be freaking. <laughs> You're out. mad at the kid for getting stung by a bee. No, but I would be like, we're in danger mode. We're getting out of the public. <laughs> this is a no bad place sand. for you to be. <laughs> Imagine sand in a tooth hole. Like, ugh, that's gonna be bad. Ugh. Yeah, and sand gets everywhere when yeah. you're at the beach. So I would be in ugh. like freak out mode but she was so chill and so we just kind of started talking and stuff and she's like well i work at a um daycare for kids so i kind of know how to she's like you Mm -hmm. know she's i've been doing this for a while but my kid is just and her kid was just chill Uh like holding their tooth with a bee sting just kind of sitting there chilling and he's like this is life 
she was Hanging awesome out. with it and Hell not yeah. freaking out at all. I was like, your kid's awesome. And she's like, yeah, you know, I, I work with kids. It's really what I love doing, but my kid is honestly the best kid. And I was Hell like, yeah. I kind of agree with you. Normally I don't, you know, but mm. I, I'm, with, I'm with you right now, girl. Fuck yeah. And she's like, Hell yeah. I love my job. And I was like, that is something I haven't heard in Austin in a while. Yeah. A lot of people in Austin are kind of sad about their jobs, but like, unless you're in like the top echelon of like your field, like you're like, oh, I'm tops right right now yeah it's like i feel like a lot of the entry-level people they're just like yeah and kind of sucks just like talking to people about what jobs they have to pay the bills yeah. like people never say they like that job yeah you know we hate we we shit on our job like when we had yeah. uh, the uber job and like uh, i sometimes complain about my job even though it's playing with dogs all day and i fucking love that right but like if you're anywhere I, for too long you're gonna be like oh this one aspect of it sucks even if it's like California. a cushy ass job like, that was the thing, is a lot of people were like, I've been doing this thing for, like, 20 years, and I love work every single day. Yeah. And it, I, I, it's something in the water, man. Like, everyone was just something pretty Something in the grass, you know what I mean. And then uh, we went <laughs> to a restaurant, and the waiter was, like, like sat us, and then he was being all sly and stuff, and he was like, do you know who Steve Carell is? <laughs> no. <laughs> Who's um, this man? <laughs> But I was like, no, we know who Steve Carell is. And like, Steve Carell always sits at this table in that seat. And I was like, don't tell me this Thank information. <laughs> All right. And then I sat down in the seat where Steve Carell sits. Uh-huh. And it's facing, like, the exit. So you can see the exit and, like, the sky above it. And I was like, all right, man, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. My yeah. favorite role he's ever played was in Little Miss Sunshine. And now I'm just thinking about depressed Steve Carell sitting at a table alone staring at the exit the whole time. And oh, it no. was really <laughs> messy. Listen, I get that though. I don't know. I don't know how you are, but when I'm in a restaurant, I cannot have my back towards the door. Like I always need to be facing the door. Oh God. Your dad's the same way. Yeah, I my have to be dad is the same. Audience. My dad is the same way. It's it's more of a thing of like you're an exposed person at that point. No. Yeah, because like you can't see. But that was the thing is his back was facing the restaurant. Uh huh. And his front was facing like it was like in the corner of the restaurant. Uh huh. His eyes like it would be where you would sit if you didn't want any of the other patrons to see your face. Oh, I see. I see. I see. So, so it's more so of a thing, and he yeah, didn't want to get recognized. My thing when I'm in a situation where I'm nervous is I want to see the whole room. Yeah. Like, same. I I, I do want to like be able uh, aware of the exit and like mm-hmm. possibly close to it, but I'd rather be in a good vantage point to see everyone else's faces Mm -hmm. so i know who the fuck's coming at me in most cases when when i still was in school i would always we i don't even how would you describe the classrooms they're kind of like fucking they're not like like practice they're like office spaces kind of thing they're like little offices like a nice conference room yeah a lot of them look like a lot of them look like a nice conference room and so where i would always sit i would sit like in the back corner closest to the door that way i could see everyone in the class and if shit went down i could easily break for the door at any point right like that's where i always sat and i was always like far away from everyone else and like dj why are you hanging out over there it's like ah you know no reason i'm just cooler than all of you even talking to my real friends everyone just thought it was just because i was paranoid (laughs) no it's because you're better than us yeah well that's what i thought actually i came down to the school in a limo every day every day a hummer limo and i had my aviators on Uh and i took them off just to reveal other aviators and ray-bans underneath those man and i wore a three-piece suit yeah that's a weird thing that college guys do sometimes that what the three-piece suit phase oh i'm so here for it it. you it's this one of the saddest phases i love it because it's like it's a commitment to not getting dirty for a day Mm -hmm. which is like to me such a challenge i'm like i'm Mm -hmm. gonna drive like i drive with my windows down 99 percent of the time like Mm -hmm. it has to actually be raining hard like i'll I'll drive with my window down during the rain Uh uh-huh fuck okay and um because of that like i smell like dirt at the end of the day if i was driving a lot like especially when i come down for the podcast right i do smell like dirt at the end of the day you have that little like pig pen aura around you feel like the charlie brown cartoon (laughs) just dust comes in with you everywhere you go (laughs) if i clapped right now there'd be a poom like Like, oh my god yeah i'm like an ancient text like i just got a bunch of dirt on me you're a book that like nicholas cage would close in national treasure Two book of secrets fuck yeah anyway (laughs) yeah uh but like people who wear suits all day they gotta think about staying clean all day Mm -hmm. i will that's true that's nice from what i've from what i've witnessed 
it's usually like a sign of that dude not being the most confident in themselves. Because I used to know a dude that like wore a suit, like started wearing suits to like school and stuff like that. And it, and by no means is it a bad thing. Like I'm glad that they're finding some kind of peace. I support them too. But it always like kind of makes me bummed out ever since I found out why he was doing it. He's like, I don't feel confident in myself or my skin at all. So I wear this thing that makes me feel confident. That's why some people get tattoos. I mean, yeah, that's true. But like, it's more of a, I don't know, because like if crutch. if you're if you're if you're in a situation where you're the only one, yeah, it's a kind of crutch. It's like if you're the only one in the scenario that's like wearing a suit, that makes you kind of like the weird person, and it makes you stand out like even more so. Yeah. Uh, Mary, Mary, do you have a thought about this? I used <clears throat> I used to go to a junior college, and I used to date someone that when he went to the same junior college, he would wear suits sometimes. We didn't go to the college at the same time, but him and his friend would wear suits, and I always thought that was really weird. And people would stop them and ask them to take pictures. And I was like, this is this is weird. Why are y'all wearing suits? And yeah. they were just like, we're just really like fashionable. And I was like, mm, this is, I feel like it was similar mm-hmm. to the reasons you were talking about, where yeah. I was like hiding a lot of insecurities. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I, I'm fine with that. But why are you going about it this way? It's it was like, it was strange. It's like the social equivalent of like wearing a Spider Man suit in yeah. public. Or it's just like but it's so out of place that it's like but it makes you even more weird but like, for I don't doing think it men sometimes. Have enough of that. Like I don't think men have enough like I think if a girl wants to do something that's like I want a little bit more attention, I don't feel so confident lately. Mm-hmm. Like she can get her hair done like super crazy and then mm-hmm. get a million compliments on what her hair looks like. And then girls right. can get their nails done super sparkly and hot pink and like you can just like go like I don't feel so good. So I'm going to go buy something and spend my money on looking good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the suit's kind of the same thing. It is kind of the same thing, but it doesn't have the same social like acceptance, I think. That's our fault. It is our fault. I'm not saying at any point am I shitting on these guys. I'm like, I I appreciate they're taking steps to like try to better themselves for sure. Yeah. But it, it always bums me out kind of like knowing why. Yeah. Like, it's not because they want to wear a suit. It's because yeah. they want to feel good about themselves kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like like when I wear, when I dress Wait, you, hold on, go, Mike. Oh. Like, when I really want to dress nice, I'm like, this is for me. I'm going to wear this dress that I know I love, mm-hmm. and I'm going to wear this makeup that I know I really like, Yeah. and I'm going to feel really good about myself. I think what you're saying is that, like, when the guys that we knew, like, back in the Dizay were doing this, mm-hmm. it was, like, not to make... It wasn't, like, that they loved this suit. It's mm. just they literally didn't know what else to do. So instead right. of being empowering, it just kind of felt... I, I, this is very harsh, but it felt desperate. And mm. so I think that that's what it was kind of, like, you tap into that more of being, like, I don't even think you really want to wear this suit. Like, you must be hot. You right. must be uncomfortable. Mm. But you're trying. And that, and that at the end of the day, is what matters. Yeah. Like, you're wanting to try to find these things. And I agree with you, Allie. Like, that's a really good point that there should be... I would like to see that be things that, like, they genuinely feel they look good in yeah and it's not just like suits are nice and it's like no this is an outfit that i really like and i'm gonna wear it no matter what people think yeah and i feel empowered from it and i don't feel like it's that yet but i think it could get there yeah i think yeah. that's what they're trying to get at suit boys so, keep pushing yeah, yeah. keep pushing and you're gonna get it one day hell yeah, yeah. exactly hell fucking yeah yeah i think uh hell yeah what, suit boys the, the way that you shouldn't do it is like don't wear a suit because you think chicks dig suits right that's do it for you that we knew we're doing to be that, honest. okay yeah. exactly what okay if you're mm-hmm. doing it for someone else you're just as bad as girls that cake on makeup and ruin their skin for yeah. the attention of boys like okay, yeah. if, if mm. you're only wearing makeup for the attention of boys stop wearing makeup girls it's for you yeah. and so you look in the mirror and you think you look like a fairy princess and that's the only reason you should wear makeup here's the thing fashion I didn't know I was going to get into a deep thing about fashion today, but I think of a fun fact that a lot, a lot of people know about me is that even though I don't dress like it, I'm a big fan of like fashion and how things go together and how like different things work, right? So it's like, I always felt that fashion and like your hair and like your outward appearance shouldn't be like a thing that you do to like try to attract others, but like an extension of yourself. It's like, this is how I feel on the inside and this is how I want others to perceive me yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, that's kind of like what we were talking about earlier, your airport presence. You exactly. Know? It's putting on what you want people to see you as, which mm-hmm. is interesting because I like that so much because I believe a lot of times it's so easy to not look like what 
you are inside right because we have these weird persona like weird ideas of a look equals a personality Mm -hmm. but it also helps you feel more in tune with yourself there's a lot of layers to it. Another thing I really it's much like an with, onion in that regard, isn't it? It is. Fashion is much like an onion in that regard. A pop It's like parfait. Everyone loves a damn parfait. <laughs> I don't want no damn parfait. Shrek references. Yeah. Continue on. Fine. <laughs> anyway. Fine. <laughs> like we got over on you. It's like damn. God damn it! They got another Shrek reference. <laughs> I got a weed reference in, and you didn't even hear it. A weed reference? Yeah. Go back, listen to the podcast, and you'll hear it. <laughs> You're just trying to give me homework. <laughs> I was just on vacation. <laughs> now you're back. I know. I've been back for a week, and I'm still using vacation brain as an excuse for I everything. just got back from vacation. You were here like two years. You went on vacation two years ago. What the fuck ever then? Fuck you. No, I go. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah. fashion is much like an onion. There's many layers to it. Yeah, there's many layers to it, and I think a lot of it has to do with identity, but I think, I don't know, I there's, uh, let's not have a fashion podcast. Maybe we don't open the onion. I want to talk about. Fa- I have a thing in fashion that I have a big, big feeling about, and it's oh, called. Really? But yeah, okay. It's called soft denim. <laughs> it's called soft denim. What's it, your feeling? My feeling is that I think I'm gonna love it. I love it too. It's apparently like denim that feels the most comfortable. I feel like I have soft denim. Like fuck yeah. And now it's getting to the male pants. Amen. Now we we're getting it. them. We I'm so excited. I looked at them. I've <laughs> my sense of fashion is becoming the most like not cool places at all. Like I'm shot. I'm looking at like the old navy website. What's the coolest fashion you know? The, like the who, coolest one that I think who of. Who has a, the best fashion on earth right now? Oh. Cool. What's your answer for that? Oh man. My that's, new answer is mm. uh, Jeffrey Star. Jeffrey Star. Okay. I'd say. Oh my God depending depending hmm right now i think my fashion that i like the most is donald glover 2013 i was about to think and because the internet but the fashion i really liked before that was his camp years where it was like (laughs) it was always donald glover it was uh, donald glover is always gonna be a constant know that (laughs) um but but yeah he wore like a lot of like tight like really like bright stuff yeah kind of stuff and it's like college like a lot of hoodies I'm well on a lot the of history of donald Glover. hell yeah so he looked like in his like freaks and geeks age right. was like my big fucking mood for a long time but now that i'm like i feel like my season two is like so much more of a summer vibe and i'm feeling like great time it's I'm, august i'm getting i might be wearing shorts soon it might be <gasps> happening as lo- as soon what? i've been notorious for i don't think i've worn shorts mary do you want to add something <laughs> okay <laughs> i haven't worn shorts in the better like recreational like shorts that you go and hang out on the town in in the better part of three or four years dj do not tease us if you are not serious about this because you have been teasing me for a better part of a year about you wearing shorts yeah. and we'll be out and i'll be like if i bought you a pair of shorts would you wear them and you just go maybe this just like just this like, i'm on the fence about it but i I'm know but around. you tease you tease it's listen i'm excited about it's it a big, i'm, tra- I'm trying it's a, it's a big thing of spite for me because when i was a child i liked i was a very insecure person so i wore a lot of hoodies i wore a lot of long mom jeans the brightest blue is bright as the sky and then i fucking i wore a lot of things to cover up because i didn't like my person right so this meat suit that I, I had really became. Like that meat suit that I, I really, was given. Dude, I was like a small, skinny, fat kid with greasy dreads and braces. Like I wasn't, I wasn't doing well. And please, I wore an eye patch for a year. But that was your choice. Wait, what? I. It was not my choice. Oh, I what? Had a cross eye. Oh, oh, you've never told me you that cannot, part of the story. You really can't. Like, yeah. Okay. When I was born, I was fucked up, dude. Like. Mm-hmm. I had a crossed eye, and so mm. they had to put an eye patch over my good eye. Mm-hmm. This is how far uh, medical science had gotten. In <laughs> just put an eye patch over this shit. In the 90s, this is how we solved kids' problem. Now we just stick them in surgery, you know? Yeah. Fix them forever. Pop so that eye up, put a robot eye in. kind of shit. Fuck yeah. But I had to wear an eye patch for like a year, and it was torture because it was mm-hmm. itchy. Like, it was Ugh. sweaty and itchy under my eye patch all day long, and I had to wear it, and... 
had to explain why I wasn't a pirate to my friends. Mm-hmm. I had to explain that I wasn't, I had an eye underneath that. It wasn't just a big gaping hole. Like, there was a mm-hmm. lot of really, like, people really assume some shit when you're wearing an eye patch in kindergarten. Okay. for I'm going I'm to call some bullshit on you right now. Okay. You were also wearing fucking Steve Irwin clothes. Okay. So, to say that maybe you're a pirate, I don't think is that wrong for those kids Steve to Irwin assume. Steve clothes out, man. That was my secret. <laughs> that was for fun for me. That was like my pajamas. <laughs> Came home, had a safari. Get fucked. I wore jeans Why is too. it even weirder? What? Why is it even weirder that you come home it's like, alright, time to change this to I really change am. my khakis, go outside, lift up some rocks and touch some bugs. That was my child. <laughs> I dressed like the little girl from Bridge of Terabithia for a whole year and a half. And that yeah. was actually the, that was great. I got compliments on my shoes all the time because I had these really badass shoes. They were like really high top like Converse, but right. they were like the ones from the movie, right? They're not the ones that like went over your knee. And I got ones that you had to lace up personally. So it took like 10 minutes for yeah, me to put my shoes on. I was dedicated i knew some kids in i was or middle dedicated that had that. It like i it took so long people thought i was emo and i was like no i'm like fighting trolls okay <laughs> like, i'm out here defending the fucking land yeah. right now but if we're talking about <laughs> because everyone knows that bridge to terabithia is not a sad story it's no not emo it doesn't give you any feelings mary bridge to terabithia <laughs> is the reason i don't trust movies anymore i haven't watched it since i was a kid because mary, i don't think that i, I can <laughs> you were alternative i was like alternative emo where yeah. it was like bright colors mm-hmm. and like yeah. i was super happy yeah. at this point in my life sort of this is like the beginning of the end you but were chilling <laughs> you were coasting yeah but if we're talking about people we like now i follow this i'm just gonna tell i'm just okay so i follow this instagrammer and mm. they are called icon accidental and it's this really badass lady this is her what and does she look she, like? Describe it to the old, audience. She's older. She's, I think, in her um, 60s, I want to say. She's got really badass gray hair, and she's always wearing, like, really cool earrings and, like, like clothes that look really comfortable but, like, really edgy and, like, loose. And, like, she's always spicing it up, but she's, like, very much about, like, taking care of, of the environment and also making fashion about you. So all of her quotes are really inspiring to me as someone similar to what you were saying, DJ, like, I used to follow fashion blogs when I was, like, 12. Yeah. I used to, like, find stuff at Savers and change it into something I could wear. Like, mm-hmm. n- recently, the reason why I'm like, so excited that we're talking about this is because this is something that's been on my mind a lot recently where I'm like, I need to rebrand myself and wear stuff that I like because mm-hmm. I wear such boring clothes now. And I don't feel like that reflects who I want to be. So I'm so excited we're talking about this because it's encouraging me to, like, be like, yeah. No, I'm going to do that. It's going to be awesome. We're getting different here. Season two, y'all. Season two, it's different. Hell yeah. (laughs) But yeah, yeah. so I'm coming up on wearing shorts again. It is all to be said about that. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm very excited. Yeah. Change what I look like, like every four weeks. Yours is a very subtle change. You're in like an aviator, kind of like the the daughter of a pilot. Yeah, like you're like, you're, you're Maverick's daughter from the new top gun movie and you're like i don't want to be a pilot but you're like really good at flying planes yeah han solo is my inspiration for my fashion always yeah i want everyone to be like god damn it we don't want you but we need you (laughs) (laughs) that's all i want to be in life yeah i can see that i can see that that's who you are right now yeah and that was that was the other thing that was kind of amazing about um traveling to phoenix and then la is Mm. it gets so actually bright when like like there's pretty much clouds in Austin, like yeah. Eighty percent of the time, mm-hmm. you'll have perfect days, and they will not go unnoticed. Like you will go, like, oh my gosh, there are no clouds in the sky. Yeah. Every single day was like that at LA. Damn. In LA, like every day from one side of the sky to the other side of the sky, mm. absolutely perfectly fucking clear. Shit. So when the sun shone, <laughs> it was so insanely bright that like it literally hurt my retinas to mm. not wear sunglasses. So when I got to Phoenix, uh, I just wore sunglasses like in the airport and on the plane. Mm-hmm. And I know I probably looked like a dick. Like, you know, <laughs> that is not how you look like a cool person. But it is how you don't let other people know that you're sleeping setting up. And I was doing a lot of that. Because mm-hmm. dri- going back home, I got drunk before I even went to the airport. Uh-huh. Not drunk drunk. I wasn't yeah. like belligerent or stubble. You stubble. weren't like Kristen Wiig and Bridesmaids. No. You weren't gone. No, I wasn't okay. slurring my speech more than I 
already lisp. Mm-hmm. Like I lisp a little bit, but I wasn't mm-hmm. slurring. Uh, I wasn't stumbling. I didn't have any vision problems, but mm-hmm. like I was kind of keeping it steady, like one drink an hour going, mm-hmm. you know, staying yeah. in that zone right yeah. there. Yeah. And uh, just had my sunglasses on and like would fall asleep just sitting straight the fuck up. Like people would be trying to talk so to you, but you're just like, yeah. you're such a rude asshole. They you're not even talking back. They could have. Oh my God. You I wake know up, I someone's up, mad at you. <laughs> I think I straight up ignored a flight attendant by accident because I, I was asleep with my sunglasses on, sitting straight up with headphones in. Uh huh. You're in the mo, but like, you know what? That's on her at that point. If but you're looking at someone. Like, Do you want to drink? And normally I'll be like, Mm-hmm. You know, like just a little something, but I yeah. was half asleep. And I think she's like, do you want to drink? Oh, and like walked away. And I was like, oh, no, you're not. You're fine. <gasps> the plane oh. bumps a little bit. Like as soon as she says that and just makes your head like fall over. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> over the eye. It's <laughs> just like, oh, well, fine. Then I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, gosh. Allie, I want you to fucking give your biggest highlight of going to California. The best part of your California <laughs> adventure. Well, there's two, though. TM. Okay. What, two what two is acceptable. Three? You're really pushing it with All three, right. but we'll accept it. Cool, cool. Uh, I'm going to do three. So third place was the observatory. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just because it's in like a lot of yeah, movies. It's where they shoot like every fucking scene yeah. or it's La like, La it is in La La, 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 Land. La La Land. Mary has asked if it was in La La Land. It, it, it is in, it's when they float around. It's in the trailer for La La Land where they're like floating yeah, around. I've not seen the trailer for La God La damn. Well, it's, the observatory's in it. Don't even know anything about a La La Land. Jesus. My God. Animated? Who cares? Anyway. I'm, you're about to be kicked off this podcast right the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's right. I'll disrespect a movie I've never seen. You think I can't I believe can? I can't believe you. Anyway. anyway yeah. So, so the, the observatory. observatory. They had the Leonard Nimoy section. That was really cool. We saw nice. the um, the presentation on the stars. And uh, I cried during it a little bit. Like cool. I don't actually like tears streaming down my face cry at things in public. But mm-hmm. I like felt the tears in my eyes and I count that. Nah. Because it's just insane to think. Like a lot of how I understand the world is based off of the idea that the universe is expanding and mm. that eventually all matter will not be close enough to other matter to create any form of energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's probably going to be the end of life. And there's infinite planets. Like a lot of how I think about what I'm doing in my day to day life does kind of base off of like the meaninglessness of it all mm-hmm. kind of, you know, it's a phase of my life. I'm 21. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. It's easier to think mm-hmm. about like ultimate energy space stuff and then write something on Twitter. <laughs> you know, it's easier to think about wow, wandering black holes is kind of terrifying. Anyway, joke. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. You say something on Twitter and then someone says something shitty back and then mm-hmm. you don't, care because eventually the molecules that made up them are just going to be floating in the meaningless nothingness through nothing at all and never touching anything else and mm-hmm. it's all going to end that way this was a highlight for you so this is how it yeah <laughs> <laughs> this, this is, is a highlight we only knew that the universe was expanding like 200 years ago that's yeah. insane to me like so much of what i know in life and uh, understand as fact like really smart people lived and died without ever getting to understand that. And that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. And so the other thing I didn't know. We're all timestamps. Wait, what? I said we're all timestamps. We're all timestamps. Yeah. The other thing I didn't know was that yeah. since, so you know the universe is like disc shaped, right? Yeah. So like all of the planets from Earth's perspective revolve in one circle. Right. Like they're all around the same area. Right. And that's why we created the zodiacs in that area. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I thought mm. the zodiacs were anywhere in the sky. Right. But the zodiacs are around one band of the sky, and it's whenever. Uh, whenever the sun goes past that zodiac is mm-hmm. when that zodiac's time is. Don't okay. Quote me. That makes sense. I've, quote me. I have no idea how it works, but I'm assuming it's a bit of a carousel where it's like how a carousel will have multi layers and like one layer will go around this way and then one layer Wait, can no, go I around that way. Moon. Yeah, I think it's the moon, wherever the moon is, because it takes okay. a month for the moon to be. I don't really remember. Someone write so. in the comments somewhere how that works. But like when I figured that out and I realized that like because like I don't know the zodiacs never really made sense to me mm-hmm. but like now that makes sense why someone would like look up into the sky and say like that configuration of stars was 
lining up with planets when you were born right thus instilling upon you that personality mm-hmm. that is so fucking cool like yeah, it's interesting, it is yeah. so much cooler knowing that because yeah. i thought that they were just random parts in the sky and they were like all right you see those four stars that's a crab and that's what you are like you know yeah <laughs> but no it's a lot more than that and it was pretty cool to figure that out hell yeah and the just to see it all like it was it was like it was like getting into if you got into stargazing and spent five years you Mm -hmm. might get a fraction of the information that i got from this 15 minute presentation Mm -hmm. and it was just so cool like because of that Mary said she loves it. And yes, Mary would. Mary would love it. Stamp. And then from the observatory, you have like a beautiful view of just all of LA and all of it. And you can see the Hollywood Hill with mm. the sign. Yeah. Um, That's the place they always shoot to show the magic of how LA looks. And it's in the pretty movie. magical. I yeah. posted on Instagram a picture of me there. It's fun. Fuck yeah. And then uh, we went to Santa Monica Pier. We went to go get a tattoo, but all the tattoo... Like, the tattoo industry in LA is something fucked up. Okay, we're telling highlights. Yes. I'm going to get back to that. We'll, highlights. We'll talk about tattoos today. I just I know we'll you're going to try to sneak in a fucking fourth. We'll skip it. I get it. We'll skip it. Well, I mean, we've, we've veered away from this story four times now, but it's okay. That's true. So, the second highlight... Uh, my cousin, since he's been there for a while, has heard about some of the happenings around the city and stuff. Uh-huh. And one of the happenings was this free uh, rooftop pool. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it's a free rooftop pool in L.A. And I was mm-hmm. like, damn, that is high class. We have to go. The day that we went, it wasn't free because they had a DJ. Uh-huh. It was only like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. So it was still 10 bucks. And we got to chill on a rooftop pool, have some of the best cocktails, like, uh-huh. ever we had, that's the other thing is we were having cocktails the whole time and oh, they were yeah. just like so delicious and so fruity and so mm-hmm. amazing like and it was just like we just chilled there for like two hours just soaking in the sun looking at the landscape the sky was perfect it smelled like salt everywhere doing the damn the thing oceans right there fuck yeah just having a time talking about whatever the fuck and then a totally separate highlight which is the number one highlight was mm. I got to see Harmontown live. Hey. So Harmontown is a podcast that you shouldn't listen to because you're listening to this one. Uh, no. I feel anyone that's listened to this podcast knows exactly what Harmontown is. Probably. <laughs> yeah, it has been. It was the number one for a little while, I guess. But uh, it's Dan Harmon's podcast. Dan Harmon does Rick and Morty in Community, but Community's yeah. better. But, um, in my opinion, it's but. True. Yeah, he kind of started this podcast after he got kicked off of Community, mm-hmm. and so it came from a very honest and in like Damn. place of him going like, uh, "I fucking failed. I messed up. My job is over." Was it really that? Oh yeah, that's he must have got kicked off Community fucking forever ago. Then I'm yeah. just now considering that. Well, yeah. he got kicked off rehired. Yeah, because he got kicked off end of season three, season four he was there, season yeah, five the he got brought back. Year. The gas leak. So, well, I can't, yeah, I guess I was like 2013, yeah. 2012. So yeah, podcasting right. for a long time, but yeah. someone clued me into it after I said I liked community my first semester of college. So mm. through all of film school, I've had his voice in my ear, right. you know, yeah. then he's a big part of my pessimist, the pessimistic voice in my head sounds mm. like Dan Harmon, right? Because he can find comedy in pessimism and he can also find strength in admitting I think he finds strength and pride in admitting that he ain't shit. Uh-huh. And I really appreciate that. And I also want to embody that. Like, uh-huh. I don't want anyone to think that I'm saying what I'm saying because I know the most. Mm-hmm. I mostly mean it's funny that it's that I don't understand anything. Uh-huh. And that, like, this is new to me. And if I'm saying any opinions, it's probably because I'm a piece of shit. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoy that lifestyle and living mm-hmm. your life, walking through the streets, going, like, maybe I'm wrong. All you right. Know? Fuck yeah. And that's what Harmontown is to me. It means a lot to me. And mm-hmm. I finally got to see it live. Me and my cousin wore suits for Jeff Davis because he always wears suits. So Jeff Davis always wears suits. And he says he just likes to perform in suits and to wear suits because it classes up his day a little bit. It makes everything a little bit more see, interesting. That's a cool that my friends is a cool reason to wear a suit right there boom and jeff davis is a cool ass person i love him and that's why i wanted to wear a suit in tribute to him and this was the episode it's already out the most recent episode if Uh you listen to it funniest fucking thing of my life because here's the thing 
I really wanted to see Jeff Davis. Really excited about seeing Jeff Davis. And then Jeff Davis admitted he was getting vocal surgery on Harmontown. So I was like, oh, man, Jeff Davis is going to be on the podcast when I'm in town for Harmontown. Mm -hmm. And then he came back on the podcast two weeks before I went to L.A. So I was like, Ah, yeah, he's going to be there. ah, I'm going to meet and see him. And like, also, I was talking to my cousin because I was like, let's wear suits for Jeff Davis. And he was like, we will stand out so much because everyone else will be in a T-shirt and jeans. Like, that is a bit much. And I'm like, I'm out there to be a bit much. Then you looked at us I'm a bit I much. was born to be a bit much. <laughs> as you're wearing a suit, he's like, oh my God, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> right. It was awesome. And so we go and uh, 20 or 30 minutes in, Dan Harmon's like, all right, now let's uh, bring some of my friends up to the stage. We got Jeff Davis and Rob Schraub. They Rob, come out Rob. from the two back uh, doors. Mm-hmm. They bow and like crowd service a little bit uh-huh. and then they turn they switch places in the middle of the stage they cross each other and then mm. go back out those doors and it was like, he's like all right well jeff just did gag fucking joke or whatever it's, uh, jeff davis is hey yeah. they do it again it's pretty fun all right so yeah whatever and then after uh like 30 minutes the music comes on again in the middle of Dan's rant. Like uh-huh. he's ranting about anthropology or something like that. And it oh, yeah. like interrupts him. And Jeff Davis comes out and like blows a kiss to the stage and is like doing everything, like bowing and then goes back out the exit. And I was like, God damn it. Is he going to be in this episode or not? Like, <laughs> I was getting a little upset, a little salty, but it was really funny. Yeah. And then the other thing was uh, Jeff Davis's girlfriend church was there. Uh-huh. She's a photographer. More than Jeff Davis's girlfriend. She's a photographer for Harmontown, and uh-huh. she's awesome and brilliant. And Fuck really, yeah. Uh, Mary, you would absolutely love her. Like, she did a lot of photography for um, protests this past year and okay. the Women's March, and she's very, like, her and Jeff Davis are very big on, like, that kind of stuff and that kind of lifestyle. Name? Church. Church is this person's name? Church. Bang, bang. Uh, and anyway, she was cracking up at his jokes and mm. it was just kind of warming my heart because she was on the front, she was on front row and I was on the third row mm. and, uh, it was just kind of warming my heart to see her cracking up at her boyfriend's joke. You know, it's yeah. cute. Yeah. And I don't know these people at all. They don't know me. It's not, but like, it was cool to see that in real love, life. Love, love. Yeah. Love, love. So yeah. then after like 40 minutes, uh, again, it's getting pretty late into the podcast and, mm. um, the Oh, after he leaves the second time, Dan Absolutely looks at us and he's like, listen, guys, don't th- do this because I said to do it. Don't do it because you praise me or you worship me or anything like that. Do this if you if you love Jeff, you'll fucking teach him a lesson. All right. Next oh. time he comes out, oh. don't make a sound. Oh, all right? goodness. Don't reward him for doing this. Oh, my make goodness. Him, make him do showman work to get a showman's applause. Like he gets all like up and about it and stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, after like. 30 minutes past after he says that um, music glares again. Jeff Davis comes from the back of the uh, auditorium now uh-huh. and is shaking hands and is like going through and everyone's quiet. And then you see, da- you see Dan kind of go like, what's, what's going on? He's like getting a little like, what is that? Like getting confused. Mm-hmm. And then some brave soul starts clapping. Cause people are like, Oh nope, not clapping for you, Jeff. Not gonna clap for you, and then someone was like, "Fuck that! I love you, Jeff." So you're gonna Spartacus moment. Everyone was like back on Jeff's side, and I was like, like he walked past my aisle, I was like Jeff, and he was like, "Fuck yeah, Jeff!" Yeah, he's just being charming and whatever, and then he goes out the back exit. <laughs> Fucking Jeff goes back out the back exit, and D- Dan was like. Yeah, I'm really glad someone broke that silence because I realized how fucking mean that was about <laughs> halfway through it. And I was like, why isn't anyone clapping for him? So, yeah, and he never showed up again. That Fuck was yeah. all I got to. So I did get to see Jeff Davis. Multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> did not get to see him perform necessarily, but Damn. I hope that means he was resting his voice because he just had vocal surgery. Listen. I feel like he yeah. overdid it at the Who's Line thing that was mm-hmm. recently happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, another Who's Line reunion type episode. And okay. I think he overdid himself and that's why he was resting. But it was pretty fucking hilarious Fuck yeah. and it was great. Let's get I'm him on the pod. Huh? Let's get him on the pod. Jeff Davis. Let's get Jeff Davis on the pod. Jeff Davis, if you want my car, you can have it. If you want my wallet, you can have it. If you want to be on this podcast, you can have that. You can have it. I don't know why you would want that, but I'm just saying, man, Jeff Davis, if you ever need a sworn sword, I got you. Yeah. I got you there, too. Listen, I don't understand why Jeff Davis wouldn't want to be on this podcast. This is a quality product. 
Yeah. Good shit. Yeah. We've talked about soft denim. We'll wear suits fashion. for you, Jeff right. Davis. Back into it. We exploded again, yeah. but we're back, motherfucker. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's really hot in Texas right now. Kelly <laughs> keeps exploding. Like we keep get. It's like it's like I'm being microwaved inside this meat suit that I'm wearing. It's you fucked know? up. It's a lot. So, but as you were saying about the zip zips. Yeah, yeah. So we drove, we, we, in looking for our scooters, we took a bit of a tour around um, Santa Monica and just mm-hmm. like around that area and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we drove those scooters for like an hour and it was like eight bucks. What brought you the most joy this week, Allie? I mean, honestly, what's bringing me the most joy right now is fairy tale. Mm-hmm. And specifically the trope, uh, if you're being stupid, your friends can punch you out. Uh-huh. And I love it so much because <laughs> <laughs> I really want to adopt that kind of mentality. Your friends. With a group, punching your friends. With a pack, <laughs> just a pack of friends. You Not punch. every friend, but a pack of friends that are like, nah, listen, this bitch was being crazy tonight. She's about to text her ex. I just had to punch her out. She's unconscious. Don't worry about it. You know, it's a, funner, so you know it's a funner way of saying punch out? Huh? Punching someone to sleep. Punching them to sleep. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I wish this was a video, video podcast because I like, got so excited about something that she pointed at me that knocked over her sunglasses on her head, over her face. And it was just like, yeah, that is the coolest fucking thing. Yeah, kids, listen here. <laughs> yeah, so one of the characters, Natsu, gets uh, motion sickness whenever uh-huh. he's traveling. Uh-huh. So whenever uh, Urza, this really badass knight chick who always is friends with everyone and she's amazing and stuff, mm-hmm. um, whenever they're traveling and he's like, oh, I don't feel so good, she just punches him in the gut and he Jesus. passes out. And she's like, oh my God. we'll wake up when we get here. Don't worry. He's oh like, my goodness. <laughs> and it's so sweet because she just means for him not to be in pain for the trip. By punching him in the and stomach until he passes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later she's having this really epic battle that's all part of her backstory and stuff. And she's like, no, I have to be the one that faces this alone. Even if it's my own death, it will be worth it. And he goes up and he's like, Urza. And he punches her in the stomach. <laughs> and she's already been beat her like so many times by other she- bad guys <laughs> that she's like bleeding and scratched up. And he just punches her in the stomach. And she's like, oh, not soon. And like, <laughs> she like passes out. And he's like, I'm sorry, Urza. That was real fucking stupid. And then goes on to fight the guy. <laughs> and, like, everything turns out all right because he's not too and he can handle anything because he's awesome. Uh-huh. But, like, I just love that mentality of, like, you're being so stupid. Come here. Let me pass. Let me let me knock you out. <laughs> let me get, let me put you to sleep real quick. <laughs> like, and, and, like, uh, so, like, imagine that in a business setting. <laughs> Listen, she was trying to do something. She's unconscious, taking a nap in her office. She'll be back yeah. in 20 minutes. And then I also love the idea that they always wake up and they, like, uh, uh Urza, dude, come on! Like, <laughs> come on! Like face it. They, they're not like, all right. And then also, they also like they constantly fight each other just mm-hmm. to know where they rank. <laughs> and I love that in a friend group. That's very Dragon Ball Z of them. I don't watch Dragon Ball Z. There's but a I lot love- of that where it's like, I need to see who's every single villain comes. Like, I want to fight the strongest motherfucker yeah! here. And it's like, okay. And even in like the Z fucking team or the Force or whatever the fuck they're called, they like fight each other all the time. It's like. I had to see if I could beat Kakarot yeah. yet. I can't, and so it, I'm yeah. still number two right That's now. That's like Natsu's dream is to beat Ur- Urza, mm-hmm. and Urza is so badass that he is like it's it's definitely a dream. Yeah, and uh, I because I, I, it's just amazing because like she'll just be like you really want to start this shit remember when i kicked your ass last year and then he's like all right i'm a bit stronger than i was last year what do you say we fucking rematch and then she's like i'll fight you anytime you fucking want bitch i'll whoop that ass they gather all their friends around they go into the city they put on their good ass fighting clothes and they're like we're gonna have a party and we're gonna kick each other's ass because we're friends and i love that aesthetic and that's my good thing fuck yeah mary your good thing for this week uh, oh thanks it, it, England we're gonna was, have to have a part two for next week england was great should i i'll save it for yeah save it for next part we're gonna talk about hair england similar to what you said ali just for a teaser it's just there was a lot of things done so a very very short version is like we did all the things we saw the museums it was a good time yeah. and i came home you, <laughs> you came know? you saw you conquered yeah it's like it all runs together i did talk about the airport a little bit um (laughs) it was an adventure but uh something for this week um well i have i have two things all of them involve friends um two of my very close friends uh kevin and mandy and then my um one of my childhood Mm. best friends journey uh they got engaged uh to like 
two couples uh, got engaged to some people I really love and I'm very, very excited for them. And if y'all know anything about me, it's that I usually shit on marriage and happiness a lot. I try to dial it down because DJ makes me very happy. So I try not to be as negative about it. Um, But in my heart of hearts, I am genuinely very excited for these people. Um, And then also, uh, I feel like the... uh, I don't know if it's the universe or what it is, but I, I've gotten an influx of really great friends recently, and I'm very excited about all those friendships, and uh, I feel like it's going to be a good, a good time. It really does feel like a new era is building for like everyone, it sounds like, so very exciting. Fuck. We survived yeah. the retrograde. Just wanted to. We let did it. We came know. out the retrograde. We're like, not the progressive grade. Did you hear about the? Did you heard about that, right? Oh yeah, I could so, not not hear about it. So I I recently found a witch story and I've been going a little bit, and I'll talk about that in the next podcast. There's so many things that are different that like are yeah. have been suddenly different that we did not talk about at all yeah, in this podcast. So we'll do that in the next podcast. Yes. But uh, yeah, they're all talking about the retrograde that just ended this past month. So this past past month there was like five planets in retrograde and they were the big ones mm-hmm. so like if you felt like this past year was just whole this past month was just holding your breath mm-hmm. like like literally it felt like a cave scene in a movie where you try to hold your breath with the hero and then you realize you couldn't do it mm-hmm. that's kind of what this month felt like for me mm-hmm. and if you feel like you need a break and a vacation at the end of it you're probably right babies because like nah. there's a lot of retrograde happening it was really stressing and you lived through it. You're stronger because of it. God knows I did. Fucking Christ. It last, this this month was fucking... It's been wild. What's your good thing, though? My good thing is... What's my good thing? I just finished... I went back and I watched uh, season three of Sugar Pine 7. Yeah. And that was the season that a lot of people kind of shit on because they took a different approach to it because it was more uh, cinematic and more of like an overarching story in the whole thing. And I really fucking liked it. It was really good. It's it's something that I realized why people didn't like it is because the way those videos came out, they came out like they come out like every I think they used to come out every day, but they came out like days apart if not weeks apart kind of thing. Okay. And their previous style which was like very random comedy, like random situation kind of thing, like they're not like they're connected, but they don't have to be connected if you don't want to watch them that way kind of thing. Uh, works very well for that style but their cinematic stuff i feel didn't work as well because like you know you'll watch the dark knight but no one wants to watch the dark knight in pieces over the course of like five days and then waiting over the weekend to watch this other, like it breaks the momentum yeah. but watching it all as like one solid story over the course of maybe like two or three days was really fucking cool and i hope that they do something like that again in the future uh, maybe just more so in longer form content, just making it like an hour thing and just putting it out and something like that. But that was my good thing. Also, uh, the G1s uh, are happening, and I haven't seen the winner. It's a wrestling thing. Uh, and I'm from New Japan, and I haven't seen who's won yet, so I have to go back and watch that. So that will probably be my happy thing for next week, honestly. Good, we're working forward. Yeah. Adding more happiness every day. Every every damn day. Every damn day. Also, a, I guess a little tidbit last happy thing was I was listening to Harmontown that I was in. Uh-huh. Like, I wasn't in, but I was in the room for. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to it all the way here, and I was so giddy. Like, yeah. I was just so giddy listening to it, because I was like, I saw that. You Hell guys yeah. don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Dude, <laughs> I, I didn't was. know what this guy looked like. I remember I went to go see this podcast I like called She Didn't Text Back that went on a hiatus for a while, but then I was back. And they had it at the North Door, and I went to go see it. And I'll listen to the podcast every once in a while, and I forget that, like, I. I pop up on mic and i have a conversation with the people on stage oh so i'll be listening to it and i'll just like hear my voice like oh what the fuck that is so <laughs> cool. thing. i was like oh shit and it was like super fucking awesome it's let's talk let's, i'll jot that down for the next podcast because right. i want to talk about concerts and the coolness of concerts oh my god there's a whole there's so much shit that happened that I'm we didn't but it'll be so yeah. exciting to talk about it next week on the technically you all so much for listening in thank you to our editor dj he's editing these podcasts thank you to our sponsors we don't have any but this is where we could be talking about you don't you want to be here don't you wish your sponsors were right here like me on here don't you talking about it don't you? We could be selling snacks right now. We could snacks. be selling cars. We could be Gucci, selling soft denim. Know. Yo, Gap, you want to come anyway, up? Blah. Blah. Not have a lovely, lovely week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you survived the retrograde. Uh, 
Have a wonderful evening. Boom. Goodbye. Bye.